What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Rolla. This is Living in Boxes, the podcast. I hope you're ready because this is going to be my first episode that we are going to be launching of a series of different uh, shoes that are going to be releasing within the week and then also just life in general. We're going to go over certain different shoes, uh, shoes that I think that Nike and Jordan Adidas should just bring back. Have them on rotation all the time. So, I mean, first thing we have the Jordan one trophy rooms releasing, uh, releasing today, actually, depending on when you're listening to this or watching this, they've already dropped. We've all caught our L's and they've all probably been backdoored as well. Am I upset? I'm a little sad. I'm a little a little salty, but at the same time, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get this shoe anyway, so whatever. It's it's one of those where, what do you want to do? Do you want to pay resale for it? Because it's going to be in the, in thousands. I haven't looked at it yet. I'm pretty sure it's in the thousands on StockX right now. And, I mean, godly, it's a raffle-only shoe, so you know that that was going to be one that's going to drop and just sell out in seconds everyone loves the the jordan one everyone loves the jordan one and the most iconic jordan one other than a bread is the chicago ones only twelve thousand pairs too i'm looking at it right now that's ridiculous that is ridiculous because we know for a fact we are not getting that shoe i know for a fact i'm taking that l immediately I might as well just look at something else that I could potentially buy. Oh, folks. We also have the 85 neutral gray Air Jordan 1s that are releasing as well. That's going to be everyone's consolation prize. And we're probably still going to take an L on that one as well. We have the Clot and Air Jordan 14s, the Terracotta. That releases on the 11th. That'll be an easy pass. What am I talking about? Easy pass. There's not really a a lot of shoes releasing this week that that got my eye on, that I have my eye on. You have, I mean, the Hyperdunks coming out. I want to say, I think it's this weekend for uh, Barack Obama's. Oh, that's uh, releasing Friday, everybody. Releasing Friday. So by the time you're listening to this, they may have already dropped. So if you want to get your piece of history and get the Nike Hyperdunks, it's the first Hyperdunk. It's the first Hyperdunk. And it doesn't look like they did any kind of tooling to where it's like a pro tro like the, the Kobe line. I think this is a legit Hyperdunk PE that Obama had. Looks cool. Uh, what's the price? 25,000. Oh, hell no. No way that's real. No way that that is. This is Nice Kicks website, by the way. 25 grand. It's going to be for auction, I'm assuming. I sure hope so. 25 grand for the air, for Nike Hyperdunk. Nike Hyperdunk. 25 grand. Is it worth it? 
Flip it and reverse it. I don't think so. I don't think so. I would not pay for retail for, for that shoe. But this is his specific pair that he wore. If I'm not mistaken, this is his specific pair that he wore. I mean, if you want to be a part of history, go for it. Cop yourself some Obamas. You got the All-Star T-Max. The blue and the red releasing as well this Friday. Those, oh man. T-Max, the T-Max, I'm, I'm just going to say here. T-Max should automatically be re-retroed like at least once every two years. Different colorways, of course. Different colorways. So I would throw in a, the fours. So this is the 2.0 that's releasing. I, I like the two, the three. Um, the four, I think everyone liked the four. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think you have to try to release those just sporadically, like throughout the year, just maybe drop one, two, do some different colors also. But man, Adidas, what are you doing? What are you doing? You have, you had the trip. Well, no, not even a trifecta. fact. You had a starting five. You had Tim Duncan. You had Kevin Garnett, you had T-Mac, you had Chauncey Billups, and you had Gilbert Arenas all at the same time. You signed them all. And I'm just going to say right now that that was the best innovation in shoes at that time in that era. You had bounce technology. Then you had uh, the T-Max. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember. It was a T-Max that had, you would take the, the back part off of it and then you would spin it and it would, it would just like, uh, basically it would pump it up. It was not a pump, but it was a pump. You would just spin the thing and it would like just go across your ankle pretty much. Weird, weird design. I don't know who thought of that. That was ahead of their time. Especially when you when you think back and look at the Kobe's when they had Kobe, when they had Kobe, you think back of those Kobe's that they had. Yeah, those were weird. Those were ahead of their time. They were in space shoes at that time. All the thinking at that time also was space looking funky shoes. You had the phone posits. You had. um Phone posit, anything with a phone posit on there. Uh, you had the Tim Duncans. Oh, man, I remember the Nike Tim Duncans. Nike, if you're listening to me, please bring those back. Please bring those back. Make them an exclusive to San Antonio only, but bring the Tim Duncans back. I'm not talking about the phone posit ones that he wore rookie year. I'm talking about the, and not the, the, the Duncan one. I'm talking about the Duncan two. The one that had that webbing all over it, it had a webbing. Um, it's right here. Those listening, um, it had a webbing all over it. And it was mesh and like a plastic webbing over it, almost looking like a sock dart um, type of shoe. And that was one of those innovations where Nike was kind of just like winging it and coming up with some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
that shoe, please, please bring it back. It was one of the most comfortable pair of Air Max Nike shoes that you had. I, I don't know about now. <laughs> if I bought a pair, I, I saw a pair on eBay about a year and a half ago, and I wanted to buy it. It was my size. I wanted to buy it. Saw the the wear and tear on it, and it was like already dark yellow. It was, it was already probably popped, the, the air bubble. I wanted to buy it. I wanted to buy it. But you know what? I didn't. Because a dude that was selling that shoe was asking $375 for a busted pair that I'll never, ever get to wear. And you could tell that they were beat to shit. But you know what? I wanted them. Didn't buy them. I would not pay for that shoe. Got the Carmines coming out this weekend. Carmines. One of the nicest Jordan 6 silhouette. Jordan 6 is a nice looking shoe. For me, I like the way it looks, but not on my feet. I don't know what it is, but it's a lot of their shoes that they release that they look really, really nice, but they don't look good on me. I don't know what it is. I mean, it saves me money because I already know that the Jordan 6 isn't for me. But damn, I want the infrareds. I love the infrareds. Love the the white infrared ones that they had. I love the black infrared. Love the carmines. Oh man. I think those are the only three that I would buy. I wouldn't I wouldn't try going into the champagnes, the cigars, anything like that. That the Brazil pack wouldn't do anything like that for the Jordan Sixes. Just those three colors. That's it. But, God, sometimes that they release some some bangers, they re-retro some shoes every now and then. But let me tell you, the Jordan 1, Jordan 3, and Jordan 4 should all be retroed every year. Every year you should be putting out Maybe a black cement three, maybe a white cement three, a white cement four, the bread fours. Um, hell, you could throw in. You know what? I love this shoe. Like, I like the way it looks. Aesthetically pleasing. It looks nice. Everyone hated the shoe when it came out. Every single person hated the shoe when it came out. Other than the people that had the shoe. Because this thing went straight to clearance. In a matter of like a month, it was already on the clearance shelves, marked down, and still sitting there. I want to say it was on clearance for about like six months. It was that, and then the, the it was the, um, oh, what is it called? They're the all-white and baby blue Jordan 4s. All-white and baby blue Jordan 4. Not, not a UNC color. It was a, they were kind of like a navy looking shoe. Oh, they're the military. They, they're, that's exactly what they were called. They were the military. Military force. Military blue force. Everyone hated that shoe. Everyone hated it. I like the way it looks. I still to this day like that Jordan 4. That Jordan 4 looks clean. I would wear it. But you know what? 
I didn't want it at that time. Same thing with the Thunder Fours. Nobody wanted those shoes. Everyone thought that they were garbage. I don't know why. I like those. I like those. But what a lot of people didn't realize was that they used that shoe as a shell for customization. Because those things were on sitting on clearance shelves, marked down from, I want to say it was like 160, 140, if that. And they were marked down to like 85 bucks. And they were still sitting there. People were buying them and then basically customizing them. The ones that could customize were customizing that shoe and then selling, sending it off. They were doing the um, the Eminem 4s and then basically an undefeated 4. That's all they were doing at that time. When that shoe released, that's what exactly what they were doing. I remember that. I remember that. No one liked those two fours. They released around the same time and no one liked them. To me, I think I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't wear the Thunder Fours. Let's put it, be real. I wouldn't wear the Thunder Fours. I would wear the Military Fours. But I'm think I'm saying Nike, you should be, you should be bringing these back. Jordan Brand, you should be bringing that shoe rotationally back. I mean, think about all the stuff that they're putting out. You have these funky colorways. Just hit your bangers. Release the bangers every year or, or every other year. Release them on a certain day. A certain day. You get the Jordan 1, you get a Jordan 4, and you get a Jordan uh, 3. Release all those a certain day of the year. Mark it on our calendars. Or do a surprise just drop. Just a secret drop. Those shoes are not going to sit on shelves. I don't care who you are. Those shoes will always be a buy one, stock one type of thing. And the ones that I have stocked, I'm going to throw on my feet. And then the other ones are going to get on the shelf. Guaranteed. At least you can know for a fact that you ain't got to worry about beating the hell out of your Jordan 4s threes ones without knowing that you have if i can afford to get a replacement for it because that's the thing like the jordan ones i love i love my chicago ones i wear those constantly i know that they're already beat to hell they don't look too bad they look pretty good but i know that i need another pair but do i want to pay a grand or am I cool with my pair? I'm cool with my pair right now. I don't need to pay a thousand for it. I don't need to pay a thousand for it. But I, I all I know is Nike, Nike, you have an opportunity to, to do something special here, and that's release some. I don't know some some bangers. Bring us back to the good old days of releases. I'm not asking you to come up with anything super, super crazy. Just bring back the retros that we want. No one asked for a reach like, oh, Jordan wore this particular outfit when he went on Jay Leno or David Letterman, the late night show. Nah, I don't want, I don't care about any of that. I don't care that Jordan shot a 67 on this golf course so now we're going to make him a 
don't know, green grass Jordan three. Like, okay. I shot a 67 too. May have been on the front nine, but hey, I shot a 67. But what I'm trying to say is we're not asking for people to, or for the designers to go and far reach for a design. You have plenty of opportunities to come out and release something crazy, something special. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll probably do a series of what I would do if I was releasing a brand shoe. Like, if I was releasing a Jordan 1, what I would do to a specific colorway that we already have. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the Travis Scott 1. It took me a long time to get over that check being the opposite way. It took me a long time. It was And it was the colorway that I really liked. But I was like, I can't get over the that check. Then when the mochas came out, I was like, oh, oh, those Travis Scott's look real nice right now. They look real nice. And I was like, $1,800, not that nice, not that nice. The mocha, the mocha ones go down as one of the nicest, cleanest shoe Jordan brand has released in 2020. I, I mean, I think. I think that shoe was clean. That shoe was clean. I think shattered backboards should actually be done clean and nice and not the half-ass way that they did this last couple of releases. The shattered backboard 2, pretty cool. I liked it. Shattered backboard 3.0. What the hell were you thinking, Nike? Like, I understand, like, you were going with a glass-looking texture, but, God, no, 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 no. God, maybe, you know what you could have did? I'm I'm, I'm just going to say this. For me, my person, personal opinion, you could have done the same shattered backboard with a orange check, the orange check, you could have did it and put that texture on the check. Everything else could have been blacked out like like the way it was, a uh, solid matte the way it was. But God, you didn't. You did it dirty. You did all of us dirty. Because that's what we wanted. The first picture that released, we were like, that's not the way it looks. Is that the way it's going to look? Is that? No. Maybe they just spilled something on it. And what's up with all these uh, these shoes when they release? The, the pics that they take. Who's taking these pictures with what Nokia phone are you taking that picture with? Like that cell phone should be thrown away. If you're taking a picture, I don't care how quick it is. Real quick, just snap. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Technology has come so far nowadays that there is no excuse that why a shoe or any kind of leak should look blurry and grainy for whatever reason. I'm just saying. I'm saying should not be leaked in or should not be leaked like that in any way. There's no excuse for it. 
But man, when we saw that, I, I want to say everyone in the community was pretty pissed. I'm pretty sure everyone listening, watching, you were pissed when that shoe got released. Now, the people that did like Sneakerhead in the Bay, uh, I, I remember David got kicks. I think they were doing the, they weren't the first ones. There was plenty of other ones doing it. I think De Jesus Customs did one. Um, I can't remember the original person. I remember what he did was he just put the the alcohol on it, like or the acetone. I'm sorry, the acetone, and he just rubbed that all off, rubbed all of it off, and it looked completely clean. But I'm gonna tell you right now, what threw that entire shoe off, other than the fact that you had a patent leather basically looking. Jordan one did not put a normal Jordan one outsole on there. Like the white outsole with the orange or black bottom. That's what I'm talking about. You threw an off white looking sail. I don't know what that color was, but it looked awful. And yeah, you could paint it, but it'll just rub off or paint away after, after a few wears or so. But, man, you had, Jordan, you have potential this year, 2021. When we get the 4.0, please, let's do the Shattered Blackboard justice. I will do a reinterpret of the next Jordan 4, or Jordan 1 Shattered Backboard. I will do what I envision as a new workaround for that shoe. If I did a, if I did one, I would basically do a solid white outsole with the, probably go with a orange bottom, orange bottom, whole shoe, orange. I'd go whole orange, everything, everything on it would be orange. Then throw in a white check, throw in a white check, black Tongue. Oh, no, 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 no. My bad, my bad. No, no. All orange, white check, and then throw in a hint of a, maybe a white collar, black, or black collar, white tongue, black laces. That's what I would do. Jordan, if you're listening or watching, please do something like that. I, I will do a, a video what I would do with that shoe. So that way those watching or, or listening can go to the channel and watch it and see what I would do to, to that shoe. It will do a couple of shoes. It will do a live stream or something. But I mean, Valentine's day coming around also by the time you're listening to this Valentine's day is around the corner. So make sure you get your loved one, or special someone, something, wear your mask. Or mask up, glove up, protect yourself, if you know what I mean. But yeah, I mean, Jordan Jordan has the opportunity to, to kill it 2021. They're, rele- they're releasing some, some decent shoes. And I like it. I like it. You got the Carmines coming out right now. 
you have a few other Jordans that are that are pretty clean that are already planned to re or to release this year. I'm excited. I am extremely excited. The Jordan 1 lineup is looking pretty damn nice. Pretty damn nice. You have the OG ones or the Trophy Room Air Jordan ones. You have the all white which I can guarantee you that all white Jordan one that releases today is going to be the customizer's dream. It's already a white canvas. You just literally slap on your paint and you're good to go. I guarantee you that that is going to sell out immediately. There is no shot that that shoe stays in rotation or on stores or on shelves. Nothing like that. That is getting sold out immediately. Um, I love the the PSG Air Jordan 1 Comfort. It's got zoom in it. Nothing, nothing better than that. But here's what I want to say, Jordan Brand. These women, the women's Jordan 1 that you release, these colors are sometimes bangers. Bangers. And what you're doing is releasing just to the... To, to the women's sizes. Like a lot of these are men's sizes too. That they can be men's sizes. And you go and release them just for strictly women. I mean. I, any guy that has a small foot. That can fit into that shoe. By all means. I have a size 12. Or 13. Sometimes an 11 and a half. I really want that shoe. And God. God. There's sometimes where I'm like. I wish I had a smaller foot so that I could fit into some of those. But man, there's there it's a silver and black and white Jordan 1. And I'm from San Antonio, Texas. So I rep the Spurs all day. I love the Spurs. My favorite team, I'll never root for another team. And you have basically my Spurs shoe. You have my San Antonio Spurs shoe, but it's only limited to women's. Got the cool gray three, Jordan uh, Jordan three cool grays. Those are pretty nice. Now, if I if I could make one suggestion, Jordan, Jordan Red, is some of the colors that you release in these mid Jordan ones are fire colors. Fire colors. But what the hell are you doing putting those fire colors on the mid? Put that on a high. Everyone wants the high. No one wants a mid. No one no one wants the mids. Everyone wants the Jordan high. And you put some of these colors on there and you're like, I'm not gonna buy it. I'm gonna I'm just gonna let it sit on the shelf. Let it sit on the shelf. Not gonna buy it. Jordan brand just between us. Do that. Just just release everything on a on a mid or a high. Everything, everything, everything should be on both. You're going to do one drop here, one big drop on the on the highs. Do a mid. Do a mid, same exact color, same thing. Just do a, a high and a mid, and you'll see what sells. I guarantee you, you do a, if you do a Chicago 1 mid and a high, both sell out. Both will sell out. Do them at the same time. Both sell out. The ones that wanted the high, that couldn't get it, 
We're going to go for the mid. It's just what it is. If you're wearing jeans covering it, fine, I guess. By all means, you can't really tell. But you can tell. You can tell. You can tell. The cre they, they crease is different. They crease different. If you have a mid and you know what I'm talking about, the the quality isn't there on the mid as it is on the high. Hence the price difference. That's for one. But but you you see that crease quality as well. That crease quality becomes something crazy. But Nike. Nike should be releasing the Air Max uh, 90 infrareds all day, every day. Like that should be, if I go into a Foot Locker, Finish Line, Champs, any, any shoe store, they should be on the shelf. They should be on the shelf. They should be like Roshi's back in the day. Those things you sit on the shelves until some some random person put a video online that wore them, that wore the Roshi's, and they just sold out immediately of all colors. I remember every single pair being in, at the store, and I was just like, all right, cool. I'm going to cop it. Bought it. Loved it. I love the Roshis. Love the Roshis. Then some random person went ahead and uh, basically did a video of a custom of them. And it went viral. And thus never, ever getting those uh, OG Roshis ever again. And then they were, they were super hyped after that. Super hyped. That was when the Yeezy uh, phase came out where they released that Air Max. Uh, I think it was called like a Air Max 1 Air B or FB. It was basically a Yeezy colorway. Clean, clean Air Max 1. Clean. Then they released the Yeezy or it was like the Nike FB or something like that. Roshi. That one was also clean. That one was also nice. Remember, I had me a pair of uh, Nike ID Yeezys. You were able to customize them, basically. And I remember having them, and then I bought some from Angela's Paint. It was like a, a glow uh, pigment. You just add some water and just use the paintbrush on it. Applied the even coats to it, and that thing glue. Like bright, it looked like an LED, and it didn't have to be outside for for like more than like five seconds, and then immediately it was just instantly bright, more than any glow shoe. If you can see, right here, I have the Red October's above me. Above that, over here, about the Solar Reds. They're the Solar Reds that are up there as well. And those glows are nothing compared to what that pigment did to that sole of that shoe. Loved it. I loved it because I'd walk around. I remember going to the zoo and it was like dark in one area. Those things just like lit up instantly, lit up. Remember everyone just like, what the hell are those? What Nikes are those? Yeah, that was a flex move. That was a flex move. But, I mean, what do y'all think? Do y'all think that Jordan should be re-releasing 
a lot of these retros over and over again? Or is it going to just make the market a little bit oversaturated? I think they, I think Jordan Brand needs to combat the the bots by re like releasing a lot more of the inventory. It's going to bring a lot of that price down dramatically. Like I'm not saying to release the Travis Scotts again or or release a colorway that looks exactly like a Travis Scott. I'm not saying anything remotely close to that. What I'm saying is like the Jordan 1 Chicago's. Obviously, I'm not saying to release the the trophy rooms again. What I'm saying is you should be releasing the regular Chicago colorway every other year at least. At the very least, every other year. Maybe scatter them. Maybe scatter them. Do a bread. Do a Chicago. Maybe throw in a shadow. Next year, follow it up. Do the Royals. Do a black cement three. Do a cement four. I'm just throwing these things out there because I'm pretty sure a lot of the community is like me. I have my pairs. I have my pairs. The thing is, I won't wear them as much as I want to wear them. Just the fact that I know that I'm not going to be able to get that shoe again. That I mean, I could. I could buy that shoe again. But it's going to be extremely expensive for something that I paid $160 for. $220 for a lot of these other ones. I mean, what? $220 for the normal... Nike Air Jordans. I think it's around 220. If I'm not mistaken, I have to look at my my boxes. I think I think that's what it is. It's going right. Good luck trying to buy them though. They're like what three five hundred three to five hundred dollars for the the Jordan threes. Jordan fours, cements, white cement fours. But then you have the Chicago ones. That are in the thousands, thousands. You have the UNC. UNC Jordan One was a clean, clean Jordan One. They that they did. I loved it. That baby blue one, clean. And the the leather on it was really nice too. Not, I think everyone holds the standard of the Jordan One quality. Hands down goes to. Shatter backboard quality. We'll probably never, ever get that on the Jordan 1 again. A GR Jordan 1. Ever. Other than that shatter backboard, we probably will never get that quality ever again. Unless we're paying for a more hyped release that's more limited. Then we'll probably get that. But I will say this, Nike, as you don't release a lot of these other shoes that we would love for them to come out in, let's say, men's sizes or just more frequent, I will give you a round of applause for the Fly Ease for knowing that that is going to be game changer for just in general, any disabled kids out there. Uh, adults, older, uh, older adults as well. I mean, that is amazing to see 
And it's good to see that innovative movement go forward. Now, I can tell you right now that we're probably going to see Adidas release a, a similar version. We're going to release, see uh, probably New Balance release one like that. Jordan brand. I I had an idea for a Jordan 1. I mean, because that looks like a, a super simple concept. It's probably ridiculously engineered. It looks super unoriginal, but original at the same time. It's it's hard to 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 fathom it. It's it's because Jimmy Fallon uh, will play the clip. So I had an idea that I wanted to pitch to Nike because I've worked with them before and we always have a good relationship. So it was called the Step Lock by Jimmy Fallon. That is my actual presentation. I don't want to tie my shoes anymore. And I wanted to step into it and, and click into it, a step lock. So I actually took it, uh, one of my old pairs and sawed it, sawed the end off so that you can see what it does. And if you step in, also this could be good for uh, anyone with disabilities uh, who can't tie their shoe or the elderly or people that can't, uh, can't bend down and put their shoe on, but they want a sneaker. So we have the meeting. And in the meeting, they say, Jimmy, this is a great idea. In fact, we want to show you something that we've been working on for like 20 years. <laughs> They've been developing this idea for a shoe for athletes. And uh, this is it. They sent it to me. It's called the Fly Ease, the Go Fly Ease. That is all my drawings uh, of the step lock with my, <laughs> with my uh, signature on it. And here, here it is. You ready to see them? And it says, Jimmy. This is one of the world's first pairs of Nike Go Fly E's. Look familiar? Sorry we beat you to the punch. Can't wait to step in and go wherever laughter and joy await you. Let's go Fly E's. By Swan and the Nike Fly E's team. These are, this is it. This is the shoe. Let's open the box. All right. Now get into my Fly E's. Look at this. All you do is just step down. That's it. Look at that. You are so cool to do this and to think about all this. I'm like freaking out, just even though I had nothing really to do with these at all. To show you how you take them off as well. Just like you would your other shoes. Just take, just put your, what? Are you kidding me? It's that easy? Just go up the back heel, then it's done already? Nike, you've done it again. We, we've done it again. Again, I have nothing to do with this shoe. But look at what you made. You're gonna change so many people's lives. Yet again, Nike. Just keep doing it. I give them props that they did it, that they did it, that they finally went that extra mile and they did it. Do I think that this should have been invented way sooner? Absolutely. Especially with the design itself doesn't look super crazy. Like I think they did more tech to the upper than they did to the actual like heel and everything. But at the same time, I'm not complaining about any of that. I'm glad that there's something like this that's all like out to the market. I just hope that it goes to the individuals that need it versus the people that just want to flip it. That That's my only concern is that it's going to go to the people that don't deserve that shoe, that don't need that shoe, than it is to the people that do need it.
people that are disabled that do have disabilities that need the access to be able to put on their shoes is that shoe is fantastic because it lets me know lets everyone know that we're going to the right we're going in the right direction for innovation where it may not be the biggest groundbreaking design ever like ever invented like it's not like a air mag where it's self-lacing or anything like that nothing in regards to that but it's a first of its kind and they made it really 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 good that's what i'll say that's what i will probably finish off with what do you think should jordan brand and nike re-release some of these shoes that they've got in the vault every once two three years or so or do you think that the the markup is just going to go uh or the want for that shoe is going to go down i think you'll you'll get to see who's in the sneaker game and who's not in the sneaker game when you look at something like this that's my opinion but at the same time it is what it is i think that this is one of the the best times to be alive given the circumstances that we're living in right now you don't necessarily need to buy shoes but if you have the means if you have the the opportunity to purchase some of these Jordans or Nikes or New Balances, Saucony, Puma, Puma coming out with, with crazy, crazy designs, shoes, everything like that. I like, I like it. I like Puma just came out of nowhere a couple of years ago. I always, I always like Pumas as more of a lifestyle shoe, and then a running shoe. Then they came out and just said, screw the game. We're going to tear it up and release basketball shoes. They did pretty good. They did pretty good. The The cushion in those shoes are, are pretty, pretty great as well. But I will tell everyone this. This is a great time to be alive as far as what innovation is doing. In these next few years, we're seeing electric vehicles become more popular and adopted by a whole bunch of different manufacturers. So seeing that this Nike FlyEase is going in the right direction, we're going to start seeing other brands do this. I can imagine that this is going to be something that's going to be done with different models that we already know and love. Uh, and Air, I can see it on Air Max 90. I can see it on Jordan 1 for sure, 3, 4, you name it. Every single Jordan out there is going to have some type of design like this. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be very surprised that they don't, that they don't come out with anything like this. But I will be certain that this is going to be something that's going to revolutionize the sneaker game. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing because... It's heading in the right direction in the fact that it's helping others that can't do be able to do and feel more welcome to society. That's what I got to say. But thank you all very much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. This was the first episode of the Living in Boxes podcast. That is Living in Boxes. 
as in I live in boxes as far as shoe boxes. We keep this on deck. Appreciate every single one of you coming in, tuning in, watching, listening on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Tell someone you love them. Peace out.